This is Self Care You with Scott, and today we sit down with award-winning author Donna Cameron. During her career, Donna worked with nonprofit organizations as an executive, a trainer, a consultant, and a volunteer. It was during her career where she recognized kindness in action and its power to transform. You will hear for yourself, but Donna is considered to be a nice, kind person, but even she will tell you that sometimes she lapses into what she calls bitchiness. Who doesn't, right? We're all human. Donna committed a year of her life to living kindly and understood that it takes practice and patience to master the art of being kind. Her 2018 book, A Year of Living Kindly, is now on its seventh print in several foreign language editions and publications across the globe. With over a dozen awards, A Year of Living Kindly has been described as an extraordinary and timely contribution in these troubled times, inspired and inspiring. Today we're going to have a conversation about kindness, which in turn will help spike our oxytocin and serotonin levels. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with award-winning author and true leader of kindness, Donna Cameron. The Self-Care You podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Into Thrive. The team at Into Thrive believe that obtaining a healthy lifestyle is not as hard as it seems. Into Thrive is built on the four pillars of success, motion, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle. But maybe the most valuable part of the program is that they have non-judgmental accountability. I speak from experience. I took the metabolic reset and lost over 30 pounds, but it wasn't by starving myself and eating food that doesn't taste good. It's a well-thought-out nutritional plan that doesn't hit your bank account. It's strong motivation from a mindset expert. And it's accountability. If you're pushing to lose that COVID weight or just want to be healthy, Into Thrive is the right place. Be sure to check them out at www.intothrive.com to start the conversation today. What is good, everyone? Thanks for sticking around for another episode of Self-Care You. And first, I wanted to give a big thanks to everyone who's supporting the show. You know, big shout-outs to all our fans who are listening from the states. You know, we have a, a good amount of people from California and Florida, Texas, Chicago, and so many more. Thanks for all the support. You know, today we have a great conversation with author Donna Cameron. A Year of Living Kindly explores what kind life entails and provide suggestions on how we can strengthen our kindness muscle. You know, it's the winner of the 2020 New York Big Book Award, the 2020 National Indie Excellence Award, the 2019 Reader's Favorite Award, and the 2019 Eric Hoffer Award, just to name a few. You can find the book at any local bookstore, Barnes & Noble, Chapters, or on Amazon. Be sure to check her out at ayearoflivingkindly.com. Let's get right into the conversation with Donna Cameron. Today we sit down with award-winning author Donna Cameron. Donna, how are you doing today? I'm great, Scott. How are you? I'm doing really well. Donna, when we first started talking, you told me that you have a lot of love for nonprofit organizations, and I would love for you to give us some of your experiences when working in nonprofit. Sure. Um, I was blessed to have a career for 30 years working with nonprofits. We had a company that managed not-for-profit organizations, everything from charitable and philanthropic organizations, cause-based groups, to trade and professional associations. And it was 
just a wonderful career to have. People who get involved in nonprofits don't do it for the money because they're not getting paid. They're volunteers, so, but they do it because they believe in a cause or they're passionate about, about something or they want to give back to their profession. They want to contribute to making a better world. Uh, so there's actually a phrase in the nonprofit world that that volunteers give the three T's. They're, they give their treasure, their time, and their talent. And uh, it's just a fabulous group to to spend 30 years working with. That's pretty awesome. You know, out here in my community, I coach basketball, and everyone who listens to the Self Care You podcast has heard me say it way too many times now. But I I volunteer my time, and it's you know, a group of people that are trying to help the community to really build up. And it's not about profit. It's about, you know, making sure that you're doing good. And that's how we are with the basketball organization is building up our community and our youth. Let's talk about that awe moment you had when you truly witnessed kindness. Oh, gosh. Uh, how many how many times have there been? I, I guess the very first time I became aware of the the impact of kindness was probably at my father's funeral when I was 11. He was an extraordinarily kind person, but I hadn't realized until then how many lives he touched. And the chapel where his funeral was held was standing room only and people out the door who couldn't get in and, and just all the people who came to pay respects and, and the way uh, people talked about him and how many lives he touched. I think that always struck me as that's because he was such a kind person. But in terms of my career, I don't know if there was one single awareness of kindness. It was just the day-to-day working with people who, who wanted to address HIV AIDS or environmental issues or healthcare equity and um, how many times they would make decisions on boards of directors where it wasn't necessarily the best decision for them or for their company, but it was the best decision for the whole group or for the, the industry or the cause. And that sort of generosity is something we don't see a lot these days. So it's very inspiring to see people who, who do that. Yeah. I think kindness you know, it's like a ripple effect, right? One person shows it or presents it and it can really radiate through a group. I think also that it comes with many different layers too. Kindness isn't just about, you know, being kind. It's about being respectful. It's about being a good person. It's about making right choices. It's about, you know, thinking about people's, you know, empathy and really emotions and all that kind of stuff that really contributes it. So, you know, it sounds like your father was a, a great man um, and, you know, short lived on this earth, but impacted a great amount of people, I imagine. And that's pretty awesome that for you to have for sure. I'm really interested in hearing about your commitment to living a year kindly. Some of these experiences, you know, that you went through as you kind of took on this kind of topic in your head and really tried to see if you could pay more attention to, you know, the way people were and how they're living kindly and how you adapted to that. Yeah, um, I've always just been drawn to kind people but, uh, by how, how wonderful you feel when you're around them. And there's just a specialness about really kind people. And so I always wanted to be more like them. And it's not that I, I was an unkind person or, or that, you know, 
um, I didn't care. I think I settled for being nice. So back in 2015, I decided I was going to make a year long deep dive into kindness. I called it my year of living kindly and I blogged about it. Um, and I invited a few people to follow the blog, which turned out to be a, a very serendipitous thing because it, it became sort of a community of kindness. Uh, but I, I'm sort of nerdy, Scott, and I love research. So I, and I wanted that year to not just be me trying to be kinder or talking about, you know, I did this today or I saw this today. But I spent a lot of time researching kindness. In recent years, there have been a lot of studies about kindness, about health, um, health benefits of kindness and how kind companies are more successful, how kind people sleep better and they're more creative. There are just so many benefits of kindness. So I shared those with, um, with the people on the blog too, as well as my observations and stories and things that I was seeing. And um, I realized really early on that kindness wasn't going to be something that I would do for a year and then move on to, you know, as my husband said, learning how to vacuum. Um, <laughs> uh, kindness really became my path. And it's not that, you know, I've been really focused on kindness now for almost seven years. And it's not that I've become the next Mother Teresa or Dalai Lama or anything, I'm still occasionally oblivious or, or um, miss an opportunity or just don't see it. But there's so much more kindness in my life. And it really has been has been life changing. So it was um, a one year experiment that turned out to be my life's path. It's pretty awesome when you think about it. Like, if we had a comparable, so self-care you started on the premise of promoting positivity in our community, right? And that's how we operate, which is a form of kindness. Obviously, we're, you know, oh, yeah. we're trying to take care of our community and make sure that people have a positive impact. I think kindness also, when you start radiating it, like we talked about earlier, you know, you raise your, you know, oxytocin levels, right? Uh, your serotonin levels, and they help your heart. And they also help you live a healthier lifestyle. And you can make healthier choices when your mental health is in a better state, because being kind is one of those things that really contributes to all those. 2018, you released a book titled A Year Living Kindly. Tell us about that. Well, I didn't start out with any intention to write a book, even though I had written a book uh, several years earlier um, that just hadn't been my intention for this, uh, this venture. But those people who, who were interacting with me on my blog started suggesting, why don't, you know, why don't you take all these things you're learning and sharing and turn it into a book? And it seemed, you know, when they said that, it seemed really obvious. And then I started talking to um, agents and editors and publishers, and I was excited by the idea, but I was also a little wary because they all kept referring to it as a self-help book. And I got to tell you, there are some wonderful self-help books out there. I mean, I think of Brene Brown's books, which I just, I think are fabulous. And there's so many other really good ones, but there are also a lot of really cheesy self-help books where, where the author seems to take the approach that if, you know, I've found this perfect path to whatever it is, wealth, enlightenment, happiness, whatever they're selling, and if you follow my path exactly, then you'll get wealth, happiness, enlightenment, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
And I don't think that's how it works. I mean, the books like that, that I have picked up and started to read, I've never finished because I I think each of us needs to think about what we want and what we need and, and what part of that author's journey fits us and doesn't fit us. Um, Yeah. So as I realized then that I could write a book that didn't have to tell people how to live, but maybe offered some stories and ideas and suggestions and questions, um, and then let people use it as they want for their own path to kindness. I love it. Cause Donna, that's exactly what I love about you because self-care you is just that in its nature. We built self-care you. So it would be like an encyclopedia of episodes. So people that are maybe going through something can relate they yeah. can, or get a tip here or there. And you're right. Sometimes these self-help books, they come off like this is gimmicky. Like I'm going to tell you this awesome story and give you a little bit of motivation. And then at the end, I'm going to tell you what the price is yeah. to live life great or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there also is like a world too, where like sometimes people think, that you've just gone crazy. Like I know some of my friends, uh, you know, I grew up as an athlete and I very much like you, you know, I started slowly working my way into kindness, you know, whether it was like a, a new year's resolution or trying just to be a better human. And I know some people that I know think I'm absolutely crazy now with my project that's going on here, but it's really about living a better lifestyle. And that's clear. Uh, This book obviously radiates greatness, you know, multiple awards published multiple times in many different languages you know, how would you say that the book's been received? Did it meet your expectations? Oh, gosh, um, I would have to say it has surprised me. And thank you for asking. Um, it's now in its seventh printing. And as you mentioned, there are foreign language editions. Uh, it's out in Korean and Chinese and Vietnamese is on the way. And I think there may be some others in the work. And uh, there's an ebook and an audio book. Uh, so I just have been so gratified by it, how well it's been received and best of all has been um, sometimes hearing from, from readers. I'll get a, um, through my website, there's a contact me page and I'll get um, notes from readers saying, oh, I was so touched by this or, you know, this inspired me to go do this thing that I've been afraid to do. Uh, I, I just you know, as you know, from your work with self-care, you being able to touch lives and make a difference in some way is just the greatest gift there is. Yeah, it's awesome. And, you know, we go back to your father too, right? It's at the end, the impact, right? At the end of our life, it's, you know, how much did you impact somebody? Did you help someone? That's, and that people always ask me all the time too, with basketball, I coach basketball in our community over multiple teams. And they say to me, do you get, do you get paid? Do you ever want to get paid? And it's not about that. For me, it's about interaction. It's about helping. It's about, you know, being in the community. That's what I truly like. Obviously, this book is doing really well. You come with a real high level expertise. And we've had lots of people come to the to the show requesting to be on and you stood out above a lot of people. And that's because I truly feel obviously from your accolades, but that you have an understanding of kindness and we kind of connect on that level. So I want to ask you this question, which is, Tell us about the importance of kindness, what you think it is and how much we need it in our, our daily lives. Yeah, I mean, I clearly I, I believe wholeheartedly in kindness. And I think there's a, 
a misperception out there in the world that hopefully is is on the wane. But I think a lot of people equate kindness with weakness. They, you know, they think kind people are pushovers. They don't really see how much courage it takes to be kind. And it really does take a lot of courage. But Scott, I think one of the things that really impacted me the most was um, I came early in, in my year of living kindly, I came across a study that said incivility is contagious. It's like a virus. Um, if we're, if someone is rude to us, even if we just witness somebody being rude to somebody else and we're not directly involved, we're more likely to be rude in our next encounters. And I think that explains so much about what's happening in the world today. There's an epidemic of incivility. But then, you know, shortly after that, I came across another study that said kindness is equally contagious. If we witness it, if we extend a kindness, if we receive a kindness, we're more likely to be kind in our next encounters. It's that ripple effect that you were talking about earlier. And that just really struck me that um, we have a choice in, in every, every encounter we have of which, which of these contagions we want to spread. And, you know, right now, as there's, you know, a worldwide pandemic of a true contagion, we're seeing how fast these things spread. And if we can turn around what we're seeing in the world, the incivility, it, it feels like the last few years have gotten worse. Uh, just people saying things and doing things that I, we would never have considered before and, and how rude uh, a lot of people are on social media. Um, we can turn that around with kindness and by being mindful of what we click on and things like that. Uh, it's just so there's so much power in kindness and seeing what a few kind words can do in terms of turning around a, um, a an episode that, that feels like it might be um, uncomfortable or confrontational. It's just, there's so much power there. Yeah. You know what I love what you said earlier was that kindness gets viewed as weakness. I'm wondering you know, you always have adversity. So I imagine you had some adversity somewhere when writing this book, when getting it published, something along those lines. Did you ever come across a situation where someone tried to take your kindness for granted and tried to like overstep you or just kind of shrug it off or, you know, think, oh, you know, this is just the way Donna is. Did you ever have that situation or? Oh, sure. I, I mean, I think, I think that's probably true of all of us. And, and I think there are also times when, um, somebody tries to take advantage of a kind person, you know, or says, well, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be saying this because you're all, you're all about kindness. Uh, I think that came up a few times in the last year or so when, when I spoke out for social justice or for, for people who I thought were being marginalized or for when I saw something unjust, um, you know, I try to speak out uh, respectfully and, and logically and things, but somebody will say, Oh, you can't, you can't criticize. You're all about kindness, but you know, that's not what kind people are. Kind people aren't pushovers. They stand up for people who they see being treated badly or marginalized. Sometimes they're the first pre people to stand up or the first people to speak up. So I think it's, it's part of that old, um, 
oh, she's just a kind person. Don't take her seriously. <laughs> yeah, I get sometimes too like this feeling like, oh, he's just a kind person. Don't worry. He's not going to be mad at you. You know, he's not going to be upset. He doesn't have feelings like you can just <laughs> do what you need and he'll just be fine because he loves everybody. Like he's just a good person. You know what I mean? And yeah, sometimes that gets tiresome. I'm really interested to know if you had a young person come to you right now that's on the fence, it doesn't necessarily believe in kindness and really just thinks it's like gimmicky and there's really not uh, any backing to it. What would you say to that young person? What advice would you give them? Uh, you know, I'd say try it uh, be, to be the kid who's not afraid to be different and not afraid to stand up for for somebody else, maybe who's dif- who's different. Uh, you know, being a kid is hard because there's so many pressures and and um, I think we all want to be accepted. But being the one who's brave enough to stand up and, you know, say what what they see and, and um, stand up for somebody else, not let somebody be bullied. Look for ways you can um, encourage other people. I think one of the things about kindness is being an encourager. And, uh, you know, there are studies out uh, that kind kids are, are the most respected, the most popular. They're the ones who other kids want to be like. So maybe they're not the loudest or, um, you know, they may not be making all the noise, but they're the ones that people are watching, I think. Um, and the bullies, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to last. So I I guess what else would I say? Don't be really quick to judge others too. You know, sometimes we see people and we think, um, boy, that's really a, that person's a jerk or, you know, why is that person so unkind? We don't, we don't know what's happening in their lives. You know, so there might be something that has, that they're afraid of. I think fear brings out some really, uh, bad behaviors in us or or makes us reluctant to to extend kindness so if we give people the benefit of the doubt uh that's i guess that's the advice i would add yeah you know it's tough too because judging the book by its cover is difficult because you don't know exactly the climate that they're living in what is happening how things are are going in their lives and just by presenting a little bit of kindness, presenting an ear, doing something that they might not be anticipating because they might think that the world is against them can actually change someone's direction that they're heading. When I didn't even actually know that I was going down this path where I just wanted to obviously try and be a good person and be kind, I started a New Year's resolution like years ago. My goal was I was just going to hold the door for people. Right. Like that's one of those things that just, and it spiraled into more and more and more. And you'd be surprised how many people appreciate an unexpected door opening, or maybe somebody's going through something in an unexpected ear you can listen to, or somebody who actually cares. It goes a long, long way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually what you just said, Scott reminded me of, of something that I think is really important. And that's that kindness doesn't have to be a grand gesture. Uh, and most kindnesses aren't. Most kindnesses are things like holding a door or um, allowing a car to merge on the highway, uh, greeting our coworkers, you know, smiling, having a conversation with the cashier. There are all these little things that are really easy for us to do. But you know what? They're also really easy not to do. And that's 
that's where the difference is. Do we choose to do it or do we let it, let it fly by? Yeah, totally true. So the book, A Year of Living Kindly, it's out now. It's been out for some time. It has tons of awards. What's next? What's in the future? What do you have to look forward to with the book and yourself? Oh, gosh. Well, um, I hope the book will just keep chugging along and helping people choose kindness. Uh, for me, I've, I've been really surprised that I still have so many opportunities to speak to groups about kindness. This seems to be a subject that is, is resonating, uh, I think, probably just because of the way the world is. So I, um, I still speaking mostly these days via Zoom, but at conferences and rotary clubs and corporate things. Um, and then I'm, I've always just been a writer. So I'm, I'm writing articles and essays and things like that and, and having a great time. It's, uh, it's been a really joyful journey. Well, that's pretty awesome. You know, we need more people like you. I actually had taken the time today to whiff through some of the reviews of your book and some, some of the, you know, you go on Amazon, you see the five stars and, and people love it. And this is a great book, all these types of things. How do people get in touch with you? How can they purchase the book? How can they reach out to Donna? Oh, thank you. Um, well, the, the best way to get in touch with me is through my website, which is a year of living kindly.com. There's a contact me page and I just love hearing from people. Um, the book's available through any bookstore. I mean, it's obviously on Amazon, but if you like to support your local independent bookstore, which I certainly do, they'll, if they don't have it on the shelves, they'll order it for you. Or there are also online options like bookshop.org that, um, uh, uh, do it online and then donate to, uh, to independent bookstores. Um, so it's, it's easily available. Well, we'll make sure that they can get in contact with you too. It's a year of living kindly. It's Donna Cameron. It's an amazing book. If you get the opportunity, you definitely have to read it. It's one of these things that may change your life. It's kindness. It really can help you out. Donna, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it very much. Oh, thanks, Scott. This was delightful. I really enjoyed our conversation. A big thank you goes out to Donna Cameron. That's a year of living kindly. You can find that anywhere. Barnes and Noble chapters on Amazon, wherever you can at your local bookstore. It's great to support. It's a great book. We appreciate her being on the show. Wanted to thank everyone for the support again. You know, you can check us out on Instagram at selfcareu underscore level up. Or you can check us on our website now, selfcareu.net. So that's www.selfcareu.net. And then you can also send us an email if you want, you know, selfcareupodcast at gmail.com. This is Self Care You, and we definitely leveled up today with Donna Cameron.